Hello my lovelies, I hope you're having an amazing day today because you deserve it just like you deserve the world. So don't ever settle for anything because you deserve nothing less than the best. You don't deserve anything less than happiness and you don't deserve anything less than what you set for yourself. Whatever bar you have raised for yourself, as soon as you achieve those goals, raise that higher because there is no limit for you, okay? With God, you can do anything and everything and just, just live through that, okay? Live by that. If you ever need a reminder, I'm here to remind you. And if someone ever tries to tell you different, girl, you already know what I'm about to do. You already know what I'm about to do. I'm ready to tussle. But uh, I hope you're having an amazing day today. Go ahead and tell me about it. I'm listening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay, okay. Someone's had an eventful day. Well, I hope now you can relax and kind of unwind and hopefully you like today's episode. Today's episode is all about The Bachelor because it's my first solo episode of the semester and what do I absolutely love besides Jesus, her, and R&B? I love The Bachelor, anything and everything romantic. I'm watching it all. So... We'll get started on that soon, but before that, I guess I'll give you guys my little 30-second life update. Um, I'm trying, trying, trying so hard to catch up on all my work for nursing. It's just a lot. Um, There's a lot going on with uh, just that class in general, just clinicals and everything. It's a lot. Um, I recently started volunteering for my honors class with the NAACP. And I'm working directly with the NAACP president where I am. And it's just amazing. I can't wait for the changes that we're going to do and the changes that we can see in the school and in the area that I'm in. And, you know, I just had a little couple of roadblocks. I'm getting closer to Jesus, closer to God lately. And it's just like when as soon as that happens, the devil tries to come in and like mess you up and knock you off course. But it's not going to work. It's only going to bring me closer to him and it's gonna turn into a testimony so you can try all you want sir but i'm gonna I'm stomp you right back into the ground but anyway that's been what's going on with me uh i really want to say something but i don't know if i should say it so i'm not going to anyway i'm gonna go and i'm gonna take a big drink of water to get ready to unpack this crap show that is this season of the bachelor to be honest we have not had a good season of the bachelor since freaking uh ben ben higgins he was the last good bachelor so buckle up your seatbelts and get ready to see clayton and hopefully you guys will be able to listen to oh i can't talk hopefully you guys will be able to listen to this before tonight's episode i'm excited this weekend is a woman tell all and Fantasy Suites, that's what it is. Fantasy Suites and a woman tell all. And in the words of Clayton, I'm in love with all three of you. And I slept with two of you. And that's all we know, at least. Okay, guys. So basically, (laughs) I got back a little later than I was supposed to. I mean, you guys obviously can't tell because editing this podcast is just going to sound like it's been a second. But for me, it's been like 30 minutes. So I just had a meeting with the NAACP and you guys are smart people. So 
If you guys have any recommendations on how implementing NAACP into like surrounding colleges through their minority student population or through like their BAC or anything like that in an area that is predominantly white, give a girl an email, give a girl a call because it's hard out here, bro. But anyway, what I was saying. It's time to jump into Clayton season of The Bachelor. So about Clayton, okay? People, okay, it's, let me start from the beginning. The first question I asked you guys was, are you watching Clayton season of The Bachelor? And I knew going into this, it was going to be a majority no. Because although a lot of people that vote for my polls and support me, I appreciate you so very much. For some reason... Y'all don't want to give the Bachelor franchise a chance. And like, I get it. I get it. 30 men dating one woman or 30 women dating one man. And also, no options for the people that aren't straight. I understand why you wouldn't watch. But I would. I just want to say don't knock it till you try it. At the very least, try watching Bachelor in Paradise. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that show. Everybody just gets to date whoever they want. Anyway, most people said no. They weren't watching like I thought. And it's not just because of... Clayton being The Bachelor just because they don't watch the franchise. But the next question I asked, the people that did participate, thank you so much. Next question I asked was this good old question. Did you want Clayton to be The Bachelor? And 83% of y'all said no. 83%. And like, I get it. I understand. But I don't know, a lot, and I mean a lot of people did not want him to be The Bachelor at all. And I just feel bad for him because he was really like, I don't understand why people don't like me, I'm trying my best. I didn't ask to be The Bachelor, but I accepted the invitation. Who wouldn't accept the invitation? After you got dumped by the girl you liked, I'd accept the invitation to be The Bachelor too. But yeah, I just feel bad. <laughs> a lot of people didn't want him to be a lot of people didn't want him to be a bachelor and it just seems like that opinion is a majority opinion but then of course i have to ask the question who do you want to be the bachelor instead and the question not the questions the answers we got was uh mike johnson freaking mike johnson i love mike johnson he should have been the bachelor ever since he was off his season but then he started seeing demi lovato and then everything else got murky but like he's still single, so like you can just always go right back around, pick him back up. You've done it before. Someone also said, or Andrew. Andrew was such an amazing guy. And like seeing him on the show, he was a good guy, but seeing his Instagram, seeing how goofy he is, and I love him and Greg and uh, what's the dude's name with the facial expressions? I feel so bad for forgetting his name because he was my crush of the season. He was so expressive, it was funny. But he would have been a good bachelor. Not only is he genuine at heart, but you just would have been laughing every episode and he does not do drama so i would have just really appreciated that same with mike bro same with freaking mike by the way mike you look like you're 20 something and you're in like your later 30s so like good for you drop the skincare routine sis somebody said rodney and honestly if janelle was here <laughs> i don't know if she would want rodney to be the bachelor or not because she has a crush on rodney and she wants to slide into his dm so it's like do you want him to be the bachelor and watch him find love and be happy or do you want it to be you instead? Janelle, you gotta answer. The people wanna know. But Ronnie would be an amazing bachelor. I don't think he they showed I don't think they showcased his whole personality 
and he was just a really loving charismatic dude just a big teddy bear and you could tell he was genuine you could tell he wanted to be there you can tell he wanted love and he just all i gotta say is to make up for it he better be in bachelor in paradise because what are you doing give this man the break he deserves anyway someone said the one that michelle jumped uh the one that michelle dumped not jumped oh my gosh and the person who said that was me <laughs> because i could not remember his name and I feel bad for not remembering his name because he got his heart ripped out. Literally ripped out of his chest by Michelle. He was bawling. Like he was head over heels in love with her. Head over heels in love. Not a single hesitation that he that she was not the one for him. And then in the end, she chose Nate. She chose Nate. And a lot of people were upset about that. And I know some drama is happening with Nate, but I honestly, I don't know what is going on. I'm sorry, but yeah. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on, actually. I don't know why I said it like that, but Brandon, that was his name. His name was Brandon. Sorry, I had to Google it. I don't know what's going on with that drama, but yeah, Brandon, I could see Brandon, I could see Brandon being The Bachelor because he was just like the total package. It's Brandon. But also with how love, how in love he was with Michelle, I don't know if he would have been able to do a season of The Bachelor with that heartbreak still going on. So maybe, maybe that one was for the best. You never know. You never know at all. So with that, the next question I ask the people, who is your favorite on the season so far? Two people said Teddy. I'm one of the two people because she was just, not only is she absolutely drop dead gorgeous, but she was just so genuine. She was always herself. She was never wrapped up in the drama. And she just, she didn't put on a mask for anybody. And her personality was just so sweet. But you know who else was sweet? Susie. And that's what one of you guys said. And Miss Girl, you got good taste because Susie is such a sweetheart. And at first, I was upset because she wasn't spending as much time with Clayton. And she wasn't getting as much screen time. And I was like, I don't know how to feel about her. But then when she took it into her own hands... And planned out a date for Clayton and brought Clayton on the date, which I didn't even know you could do. But she was like, it's my show. It's my love. I'm going to do what I want. That was so cute, honestly. Like, if someone did that for me, I would like them too. Okay? So, great, great options. Honestly, those people, they're amazing. He has, like, the sweetest group of girls. And for someone who no one wanted to be The Bachelor, obviously, at least 31, at least 30 women wanted him to be The Bachelor. And those 30 women are the women that chose to date him. So it's all good. It's all working out in their favor. Now, <laughs> someone we have next. This, the, the problematic one. Okay. The one that was, the one that's just rude. Okay. Shanae. And I asked if you guys think she was rude in real life or if you think it was TV production. Uh, everybody except for me said it was TV production. And I just feel like how she was treating people and how she was talking about people, there's just absolutely no way in my mind. I don't care how much the producers tell you will get paid. I don't care if they tell you this is going to make the show more interesting. You can't treat people like that no matter how much some pressure someone puts on you. I don't care if it's national television. Why would you want yourself on national television looking like that? You thought you were losing in the competition, which is sad because it's not even a competition. It's trying to win someone's heart and affection. It's 
one person wants to find love everyone else that's there for them is supposed to be there to fall in love with them okay like you guys are supposed to want to fall in love together you guys are supposed to want to try to find your person and i just don't understand why knowing everyone has those intentions or assuming everyone has those intentions you would decide that the best option for you to end up with him is to pick off women one by one it's not defeat the whole purpose if you're genuine and you're yourself and the feelings are there then your connection alone should get you with clayton if it's actually meant to be and if it's not life moves on you'll find your person down the road but don't don't bring other women down just to raise yourself up okay like she was she was fake crying and she actually did it right take notes sarah or better yet how about neither of you fake cry just be genuine like what's wrong with that but uh yeah shanae picked on uh i forgot her name but she was so pretty and she was such a kind person and she was one of my favorites ah uh she was picking on her literally just because shanae pushed this girl during a group date and the girl didn't say anything to her for a long time she didn't say anything to her at all actually until shanae made up some fake drama in her head to try to make her look bad she was like uh i don't appreciate you talking to me this way da, da, da. and then the girl was like well you literally pushed me straight up just straight up just pushed me during the uh during the group date and i didn't say anything to you at all so and you would think with that you they'd be even even 50 50 or something or whatever they work it out hug it out but no it didn't work like that at all actually what ended up happening was she just put an even bigger target on her back and then shanae started attacking this girl for having adhd she used it against her the girl was explaining to her ADHD and how it affects her, how it affects her in group settings. And Shanae just starts using, oh, I thought you had ADHD. Oh, your ADHD this, your ADHD that. She tells her business to everybody in the house. And I was like, it's not even her mental health issue. It's the girls. Like, you're literally, you're bullying her. So I don't understand. I, like, why are you doing all this? Why are you exploiting her mental health issues, which she may not have wanted to come out with that in the first place. And then you're, she confided in you about it and then you turned it against her and then the whole house didn't like you and then instead of owning up to your mess to clayton in the house you purposely fake cried in front of everybody and told clayton that you apologized to everybody and every time he talked to you about a problem the first thing you did was just go to make out with him and like i'm not saying it's all on you it's on him too you just told him whatever he wanted to hear he automatically believed you or he told you what to do to make the situation better for the house and then as long as you guys made out, it was like everything was okay. Like, why is that? You're literally exploiting a girl's mental health issues. You're being rude to everybody around you, trying to pick girls off one by one. Because after this girl went home, you went after Genevieve. And I don't like Genevieve just because her names are almost the same. I like her because she's genuinely a nice girl. And I hope she gets to work through whatever she has that's stopping her from opening up to people because I really want to see her find love. I really want to see her happy. I want to see her engaged. I just wish the best for her. Okay, we wish the best for Genevieve. We stand Genevieve, okay? But you have to come after her next and try to pick her off one by one. But the joke's on you because you, you're the one that got sent home. You thought your master plan was going to work and then when it didn't, you weren't even that hurt. Like, yeah, you're like, F you, Clayton. But you knew the whole time. You weren't there for him. 
you were there for yourself you were there for fame i guess you were there for bragging rights i don't know what your deal is but girl it was not cool at all it was not cool what you did and i hope you know that so that's i hope i'm wrong i'm saying she's a genuinely rude person and i hope you guys are right saying it was tv production but going to the extent of what i just explained like i don't know how big of a check you can cut somebody i don't care how you tell them they're gonna look on tv knowing that they have to act like that on national television like why would you do that if you're if you're a genuine nice person if you're genuinely kind why would you agree doing that in any extent so i was surprised that most of you said it was tv production because i just honestly at this point i i can't see it being that you know so and with that aside I asked what you guys thought Clayton's judgment was because like I just said, he would just tell her what she would, he would just tell Shanae what she wanted to hear or tell him what to tell everybody else to make herself look good and then just go back to making out with her. Like he didn't go in depth about the situation at all. And he even watched as the episodes aired, he like has to issue public apologies saying he's sorry for how he acted on the show. So like, what's up with that? I'm going to ask you guys what <laughs> your thoughts on his clay on, on his judgment was. Sorry, I can't talk. Someone said it don't work. Someone was me because it don't work. Someone said he sucks, but it's good TV. That's true, but like, why can't he just have good judgment, guys? You know, and also I'm taking a little break. I'll be back. My Uber Eats is here. So, <laughs> sorry. All right, y'all, I'm back again, hopefully for the last time until the outro but basically before i left i was talking about how i asked y'all how y'all thought about clayton's judgment and someone said it don't work and someone was me and someone else said he sucks but it's good tv and like yeah it's good tv but like it's people's lives it's like you know yeah you're dating 30 women on national television but if you actually truly genuinely want to find a wife out of this you should probably feel good about trusting your intuition. Especially since you have to live with her for the rest of your life. And if you end up getting divorced or call of the engagement, that's something you have to go through. But like, yeah, you're on the show, but then the cameras go off and what? Then it's just you and them. It's just you and me moving at the speed of light. Don't want to get copyrighted. But yeah, like I was saying, the cameras go off. It's just you and them. You have to be able to actually love the person. You have to be able to actually live with the person. You have to be able to actually be in love with the person. So, like, make sure your intuition and your judgment is there. Especially because it was not working, Clayton. I'm sorry, but it wasn't. You were trying your best with what you got, though. So, I can't fault you for that. I think. I'm 90% sure. I'm talking to Clayton like he's actually gonna read it or hear it. But anyway... Asked what about the couple therapy episode and it was like a 70 to 30 70 being yay and 30 being nay and I understand because the episode like it's going into it it like brought the mood down which is fine because if you're gonna be in a relationship if you want to be married to somebody you're gonna need to go through the hard conversations but like couples therapy when you're not a couple yet you still had like four women left Wait, wait, no. This was when Teddy was still there, I think. You still had, like, six 
no, it was probably more than six. It was probably like seven or eight women left. So I can understand getting like into the nitty gritty and stuff, but I don't know. I just feel like it's something you should have done with like something you should have done like after hometowns or like the, uh, like right before hometowns or something. Because that way, if you can't decide between uh, your last four people, your last three people, you can be like, let me get to know them even deeper, deeper. And then, you know. But uh, I asked thoughts on couples therapy in general and thoughts on the episode of couples therapy. Personally, I feel like couple therapy can help people. It can really help uh, support a couple. It can really help pivot a couple and uh honestly some people need therapy some people don't and if you have like roadblocks you need to work through and you don't want to give up on the person you feel like you want a mediator then go ahead and do it if you're if you have trouble expressing your words or expressing your feelings and you need somebody to help bring it out of you then yeah go to therapy i'm all for it clayton's episode i just said how i felt so that's about that Someone said, I think it's good to do in general, same girl saying, but on live TV, it's disrespectful to privacy. That's a something I did not even think about, girl. Freaking privacy and HIPAA, like, yeah, things are supposed to be private. And yeah, we didn't see the whole therapy session, but like, the whole crew and cast did. And the whole crew was like 30 people. So like, you have like 30 something people. Plus this therapist who you've never met in your life in a different country. Plus this guy you're dating who's also dating seven other girls. Here you like pour your heart out, pour your pour out your life story. And it can be really strange, especially if you've never been in therapy before. So it's like having to trust that many people with knowing your innermost thoughts. And also trusting them to not judge you. And also trusting them to not put out anything they're not supposed to. That's a lot. That's a lot. Because it's not just like... HIPAA's out the window, obviously, for this. But it's like privacy reasons and everything. There is no privacy. You're, you're filming 24-7. We only get like two or three hour episodes every week. Sometimes more than one day a week. But like... Dang. You really want your first time to be at therapy and to pour out your heart and cry to be on national television? Then again, they probably didn't even know it was coming. They just knew they were going on a date. So that's another aspect to think about. Someone said, uh-oh. I think it's out. I think this one's out of order. It says, people are out here needing honest, oh, sorry. People are out here really needing honest therapy and they pretty much wasted most of that time on girls who just want to screen time. Sorry. I'm having a Bella Thorne moment. Okay, let me try this again. People are out here really needing honest therapy. And they pretty much wasted most of that time on girls who just want to screen time. And to look good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Girl, you're right. She also said, I need some of the girls to make it theatrical. And of course they did. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, there's people out here really actually needing therapy. And really actually couples needing actual couple therapy. And yeah, pretty much the girls that were either really close to Clayton or just the girls that had like some drama going on. Or some girls that weren't 
were not, oh, sorry, mm, that American R, bro, or uh, girls that really weren't that close to Clayton. It's just like, they got highlighted. Instead of focusing on the issues, they focused on, oh, this person's fake. They're like, oh, Sarah's fake. Uh, Yeah, we didn't think she was fake, but then the more you think about it, the more she does things that affect everyone else. And then all the while they're showing Sarah in therapy. She's like, I love therapy. I go to therapy every week anyway. And so they show her in her therapy session. And literally, she's just bragging about how much she loves therapy. And then you have all the other girls talking about how much they don't like Sarah once they think about her more and more. And how this one girl, Sarah, makes everybody else feel bad about the relationship with Clayton. Where it's like, why do you give one person that much power over you anyway? The girl's bragging because she's happy. It's not her fault you all decided to date the same dude. I say that now, but later on, she literally fake cries to Clayton. And we all saw her fake cry. And we knew she was fake crying. And he literally said, you're fake crying to me. I have to send you home. But for that moment before that, it was just like, why? If this is such, is this, ugh, I can't talk, bro. If this is supposed to be about couples therapy and what it's like in therapy in general and how it can open you up and showing how helpful therapy can be. Why would you put focus on everybody deciding whether or not they like this girl? Everybody feeling like this one girl makes them feel bad. And everybody trying to decide if uh, Sarah should go home or not and then the therapist when they were done was like he was like how do you feel about this group of girls and he was like the not he the therapist she was like honestly someone here is being very fake and who is it of course it's the girl everybody was trying to debate on whether or not they liked in the first place it was Sarah so the episode itself is just pretty weird and yeah the theatrics they were there they sh- probably shouldn't have been there, but yeah, they were there. Uh, someone said, what are, <laughs> not someone, I asked what are Clayton Strong suits, and nobody answered except for me, so I'm gonna say, uh, he wears his heart on his sleeve, um, he seems to be patient with the girls, uh, it might take him a while to figure out what he wants, and to think about it seriously, but once he knows, he knows, uh, He's pretty sincere and genuine. Like right now, we're waiting on what is it, top three by now. Uh, and even before it was a top three, when it was a top four, and by the way, Serene looked good as heck. Good as fudge in that outfit and makeup and hair she had on when she got sent home, bro. Like, how are you gonna send her away like that? And for what? You gonna send her fake flower flies? Flower flies. Mm. You gonna send her fake fire- fireflies in a jar for her cousin and then just send her home? The producers made her carry lights in a jar to her family for them to meet you and you just send her home? Okay. Okay. But anyway. Ugh. Made me forget what I was saying. What was I saying? Oh yeah, his judgment is pretty... Uh, might take him a while to figure out the right judgment. Take him a while to figure out some stuff. But once he knows what he wants to do, he knows what he wants to do. And he knew going into hometowns, coming out of hometowns, he knew that he had deep feelings for all four girls and he knew he was going to break someone's heart and it broke his heart, but he had to break someone else's heart. So that's why I say he's genuine. And then I asked what his downfalls were and uh, someone said, decent listener. And yeah, that's a downfall because you don't need to just be a decent listener and it's talking about finding the love of your life. You need to be an excellent listener. You need to know what you're listening for and what you need to hear. 
and what to do if it doesn't line up with what you want as well or what you need as well because this is your soulmate here not just no little casual fling someone else said horrible judgment pretty much i don't i don't need to explain that if you're watching the season you know he's his judgment is just bad and then i said he kisses everyone way too much and his judgment needs work and tiktok okay i said he kisses everyone too much because of the Shanae situation she was genuinely being so rude to people and she was genuinely like she was using someone's mental health against them she was picking off girls one by one she was so strategically fake crying and showing fake emotion and trying to fake being a better version of herself and as long as Clayton was like can we make out everything's fine then it's like everything's fine and yeah i said his judgment because again no explanation and then i said his tiktoks because i feel bad though because the last tiktok he posted it was actually funny the one with the producers and stuff doing it with him but i i didn't even know bachelor nation had a tiktok and that's just on me i guess i'll i'm on the fence on whether i want to follow it or not but his tiktoks have been questionable and I'm not like a TikTok expert. I don't have a million followers or even thousands, but I was just confused, bro. I was I was confused, but as long as he's having fun, that's all that matters. And it sounds like my roommates are coming back, so I'm going to finish this later again. Sorry. Guys, I'm back again for like the third time. I know I said I hope last time was the last time, but ah. Okay, so my roommate, one of my friends came in. I don't know if they're going to pop in here while I'm recording or not, but we're going. We're going and we ain't going to stop, yo. So basically, I'm all out of whack. Today is all over the place. I'm so sorry. But yeah, uh... My next question was, does Clayton put too much emphasis on the physical? And 100% people said yes. And that was just what I was saying. Basically, you just want to make out and kiss the problems away. And it shouldn't, it shouldn't work like that. It shouldn't work like that, especially when you're attacking people's character and bringing other girls down. It should be way, 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 way more than just physical especially if you're trying to find your soulmate you can't make out your problems away in the real world bro you can't and then i said girl fake crying what was i said girl fake crying what for sarah what for and 100 percent of people said it was fake and no one said there was emotion there and honestly it speaks for itself i already explained it like why fake cry you were so genuine every other time but as soon as a one girl tries to say something about you, you just like flip the switch. You're like, maybe I should just be what she says I am. That's not how it works, sweetheart. It's not how it works at all. But then I asked people, who's their favorite on the top four? Uh, you know, there's Serena, Rachel, Susie, and Gabby. Two for Gabby and one for Susie. And I said Gabby, but looking back at my head, I might have meant Rachel. The one that had like the voice that was messing up that was so excited to have Clayton meet her family. It's either Gabby or Rachel. I feel so bad. I don't remember names exactly, bro. But yeah. Uh, someone, 
said Susie, and the other person said Gabby as well. And I just, you know, Susie's so nice. I understand why she can be your favorite because she's just such a genuinely sweet person. And like I said, she goes after what she wants. She wanted more time with Clay, and she wanted him to not forget her. So she set up their own date. She set up her own date for him. And look, she's still here. Now she's in the top three. And honestly, she's like such, she's such a catch. And I'm just glad he didn't do her wrong because she don't deserve that, bro. And next I asked, who was your, who was people's favorite dad? Uh, one said Gabby, two said Rachel. I said Gabby's, but I think I might get Gabby and Rachel mixed up again. I met the girl with the dad who was like rude. Like literally when Clayton showed up, he did not smile once. The only time he smiled or showed any emotions was, he, was when he was sitting on the couch with his daughter. And just talking to her about her intentions and she was saying, you know, your approval is the only one that matters most to me. You know, I've always been a daddy's girl. You know, I love you. You don't need your validation. And then he was like, well, you make me proud, kid. And then they were both crying together. And then he was like, I trust your judgment. If you tell me you're in love with this kid, then you're in love with him. And then Clayton was so happy. He was like, if all I get is a you're all right, kid, I'll be happy because I know her dad's tough. And he ended up saying, if I think you're a good guy, because at first he said he couldn't give him his blessing to marry her. And that was only because he didn't talk to his daughter first. And that's understandable because why are you going to give your blessing to a guy to marry your daughter when that's your very first time meeting him? You don't know anything about him, his personality, what makes him him, what his intentions are, what his intentions are with your daughter. And how he feels about these other three girls because he's also dating three more girls beside your daughter. Like, why would you give him your blessing before even talking to your daughter so he said i'll shake your hand and if i also pat you on the arm that means i gave you my blessing and he patted him on his arm and clayton was just so over the moon <laughs> he was like he patted me on his arm and you know that's what he did and they showed the moment in slow-mo and black and white and it was just so funny but now also if clayton breaks her heart that dad that patted him on the arm is gonna like pat his heart with like a knife so I, for Clayton's sake, I just hope he makes good and genuine decisions so that there's no way the family's gonna be mad. But you, they still might be mad because you know, in his famous, in his Clayton's famous words, "I'm in love with all three of you. I was in love with her. I am in love with both of you, and um, I was intimate with both of you." So, we'll see how that goes. Last question I had for y'all. How do you think Clayton's season will end? I just said some way not normal because everyone's hyping it up as, oh, it's not normal. Oh, it's not normal. And by the way, his judgment is in just his character. I can see that happening, you know? It's not, <laughs> it's not uh, a Hannah situation where her and Pilot Pete at five times in one mill and she still chose Jed, who had a girlfriend back home. It's... Clayton is genuinely in love with three women, has sex with two of them, and if he's in love with all three women, it's like, how is he going to choose which one to stay with? And he keeps saying, oh, obviously I can't be with all three women. No, no, you can't. So it's like, what is he going to do? I don't think he's going to do a cult and a jump over the fence, but I think it's going to be something unconventional, something we don't see coming. And when I've seen people like hypothesize on Instagram is that he's gonna get two seasons because it's happened before but it was like consecutive it was like spread out and honestly I just like if he's already in love with three women why would he need a second season for 30 more it just doesn't make sense 
it doesn't. Anyway, someone said, probably an engagement, but it won't end well. Michelle was our last hope. Girl, honestly, Michelle was our last hope. And even then, she was such a good person, such a sweet girl. People still were not satisfied with her decision. Still were not. So, I think the last amazing season was uh, Rachel's season. Rachel, Lindsay, and Brian, to be honest. And I just rewatch that season all the time. But, yeah. That's my thoughts on the show and your guys' thoughts on the show. Sorry for so many breaks. And I just, honestly, I just feel like there's going to be so much tea to talk about when the women tell all happen and the final rose and all that good stuff. I just want to see what happens when he's like, I'm in love with all three of you and I was intimate with both of you. Because the one girl, she was like, both of us? How can he be in love with all three of us? And the other girl was like, I thought what we did was special. Baby girl. Fantasy Suites called Fantasy for a reason. Okay. Okay. But anyway, that's my thoughts on it. That's all for me. I hope you guys have an amazing and beautiful day or night or whatever your whatever time of day it is when you listen to this. Never forget how loved you are. Never forget how beautiful you are. Never forget how needed you are. And whatever you're going through, you'll come out on the other side stronger and better and with a testimony. And also with the glow up. Because after every trauma comes a glow up. You know? Next episode... I'll be talking about microaggressions and I'll have special guests Janelle, special guests Gertrude, and who knows who else. Who knows? And with the school we go to, the episode's gonna be a doozy. But anyway, good night, guys, and I love you all, lovelies.